So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's going on, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you're having a fantastic day, and I hope that you're having a fantastic new year. Here we are. It is the beginning of 2023. We're off to the races, and you know, it's funny um, because, and I've been talking about this on the podcast, on my mailing list, on social media, like you know, in in many ways, January 1st, it's January 2nd today at the time that this episode's released. You know, these are just, they're just another day. It's just another 24-hour block. But you cannot deny that something happens psychologically when we turn the calendar over to a new year. And so uh, whatever it is that your dreams and your ambitions are for this year ahead, I pray they all come to pass in a greater measure than you could have asked for or ever imagined. And I really hope that that involves a a life or a a year of purity, a a life of holiness, um, you know, a year where you finally kick this thing to the curb. That that has been the big thing for me and my big prayer for all you guys, you know, the thousands of you guys that listen to us every month, um, you know, for the thousands of followers we have on Instagram and the thousands of people on our mailing list. My prayer is that this is our cleanest, holiest, most righteous, purest year yet. And I really do believe from the bottom of my heart that it can be. And uh, we've, we've spent enough time talking about those other things in previous episodes. But what I wanted to do today is talk a little bit about the word of the year. And this is a really interesting subject. Um, and I, some of you will probably hear this and you know exactly what I'm talking about. And some of you uh, maybe are hearing this and you're like, what the heck are you where are you going with this, Sathya? Like, what's the what's the deal here? So uh, we're going to jump into all of that. Really quickly, I just want to mention uh, that you probably want some resources to kick this year off the right way. And I know that a lot of you really up your reading at the beginning of the year. And so if you haven't read The Last Relapse yet, that's our blueprint for recovery. It literally lays out the entire system from beginning to end. And this program that that has helped now hundreds, thousands of people costs a pretty penny. Uh, Our programs are not cheap, uh, but you can actually learn the whole thing just by reading the book completely free of charge at thelastrelapsebook.com. That's our gift to all listeners of this podcast. And uh, I'd love for you to get your hands on it. So it's it's called The Last Relapse. If you're more of a physical copy kind of guy, it's available on all major platforms. Uh, but if you just want something for free to, to get the, the ball rolling, thelastrelapsebook.com is where you can get it. All right, so let's jump in. The The word of the year. So here's the idea. I don't know where this started. I imagine this probably started centuries ago. But I know for many of the churches I've been a part of over the years, in January, they have revealed uh, a word of the year. Now, sometimes it's not even a word. Sometimes it's, um, you know, I remember my dad, who was my pastor for the first 23 years of my life, he used to do a, you know, they would do a fast at the beginning of the year, or they would do something as a congregation. And I I thought that was really cool. I I enjoyed those. And uh, some of the other churches I've been part of do a word of the year. So the, the leadership team 
or maybe the pastor specifically spends time with the Lord and gets sort of a, a term that is meant to blanket the calendar year ahead. And, and blanket is probably not the right word. Maybe anchor would be a stronger term. It's meant to kind of give a, a central theme or focus to what God is doing in the congregation and in the lives of each person in that congregation throughout the course of that calendar year. So I don't know if you have subscribed to any practice like this. Like I said, some of you listening are like, Sathya, I'm way ahead of you. I got my word. Some of you are like, Sathya, what are you talking about? I I have gone on and off with this practice on an individual level. Like I said, I love being part of churches and places that are doing this. Um, but individually, you know, some years I've had really concentrated focus on a uh, on a particular, you know, word or theme that I feel like God has given me. And, you know, in 2022, I didn't have anything like that. I was just like, hey, this is a, it's another great year to be alive, breathing in God's air, living on his planet, and away we go. You know, I just didn't have any, I didn't feel compelled about anything. I didn't get anything. I didn't feel like I needed to have anything. And that was that. But probably about a month ago, I was, um, my wife and I had a, wound up having a really relaxed weekend and I needed it because we were so busy. Uh, It was like just starting to hit that Christmas rush. And we were so flipping busy and the business uh, was, was really keeping my hands full and I, I almost felt like I couldn't keep up. And so we had a couple things on the weekend and that's sort of, um, that's when things get really stressful for me. Like I can be super busy Monday to Friday and it doesn't really bother me too much. Like, you know, sometimes it feels a little bit overwhelming or whatever, but when I'm busy Monday to Friday and then I don't really get a proper 24 hour period somewhere in the weekend to just turn off and decompress it really starts to compound. And so anyways, our weekend was scheduled that way. And thank God we had a cancellation. Uh, I think it was on the Sunday. And so we went to church and I came home and I changed into my PJs and like that was that. Uh, but sometimes what happens on these days is I end up napping during the day and I was so tired. I napped for way too long. God, I think it was a couple hours. And so I couldn't fall asleep at my normal bedtime, which is like 9, 30, 10 o'clock because I'm up pretty early in the mornings. So it's like 1130 at night and I'm just, you know, you know, when you're just sitting in bed and your eyes are just wide awake and, and every part of you, like you want to pretend that you're sleepy. You think that maybe if I just think sleepy thoughts, my body will somehow become tired and it just doesn't happen. And so that's what I was dealing with. And all of a sudden in sort of this, I don't know, like groggy, sleepy haze, I hear God say, your word for 2023 is multiplication. Now, it wasn't an audible voice, but it was just this unmistakable, loud kind of whisper, I guess, in my head that was like, your word for 2023 is multiplication. I wasn't praying for a word. I wasn't asking for a word. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't looking for anything like this. I was literally just caught in a trance uh, trying to fall asleep. And it's not like, I don't mean like even in the days leading up, I wasn't asking for a word, but I got this word and, and the word was multiplication. And, you know, there's this, um, there's a scripture, obviously, we've, we've probably been hearing this a little bit the last month or so. There's a scripture where it talks about, um, about uh, the, the baby in, um, oh, geez, I'm totally fudging these details now. It's, <laughs> uh, it's when uh, Elizabeth is pregnant with John the Baptist, and then she finds out that Mary is pregnant. 
and it says that that John the Baptist in the womb that he 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 leapt for joy or something to that extent. I, I apologize. Usually, I'm not this fuzzy on on Bible details, but um, but there was there was a response. There was kind of this instant joy from hearing the news, and that that is what I felt when I heard this. And I didn't know even what multiplication meant. Uh, you know, that could be interpreted so many different ways. Like it could mean Shaloma and I have a kid. It could mean that the business multiplies. It could mean that my character and my integrity grow at new levels. Um, like there's tons of layers to this. And I wasn't even really thinking about the specific implications in the moment. Cause like I said, it was 1130 at night and I was like trying to fall asleep. But I really felt this joy in my heart about it. And it's been really fun because I've spent probably the last, or to be more accurate, I spent the next two weeks or so in my God time just unpacking the word and uh, even looking for the word in the Bible a little bit and trying to get some scriptural context and just really starting to build some excitement for this year ahead and getting a vision of some of the things that God has in mind for myself, for Deep Clean, for this podcast, and for my family. And so uh, a lot of fun and really I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I wanted to share my experience with you guys because I hope maybe for starters, it just gives you an idea of what this process could look like. It doesn't always fall like a rocket from heaven the way mine did. Sometimes you have to go seeking for it. But man, I feel so excited for this year. And it's not because of a New Year's resolution. It's not because 2022 is such a crummy year and I can finally just turn the calendar year and hope everything gets better. Because to be honest, 2022 was pretty much as good as it gets as far as like uh, a, a year goes, a calendar year goes from January to December. It was lights out. It was an amazing year. But I'm just excited because God is speaking to me about this year ahead. You know, I don't feel aimless. I don't feel like I'm wandering. I don't feel like it's just another year, uh, which I can sometimes fall into. Like, what's what's the point? Why does it matter? Um, but it's like, it's a new year and it's a year of multiplication. And I just can't wait to see all the incredible ways that my life begins to multiply. So I wanted to encourage you guys, I mean, as a starting point, I think it's super valuable to have a word of the year. And I want to be clear, I don't do this every year, but if you found some inspiration or maybe you're hearing about this and you're thinking, I've never done anything like that, I'd love to try it, or you've done it before and it's been a while and maybe you're thinking, I'd like to do it again, or maybe you do this every year and you you just needed a little prompt, invite God into this year. You know, that's the one thing I do every morning when I go, I, you know, I wake up at 5.30, I take a cold shower and I go for a walk, which it's it's also a cold walk right now in uh, the winter of Canada as I'm recording this, although as this comes out, I'm actually in Jamaica. But while I'm walking, I love to just commit the day to the Lord. And on Mondays, I'm super intentional about committing the week to the Lord. And it's not even like, you know, God, what do you want to do? God, what's my word of the day or word of the week? Like, I don't go super in depth on this stuff. But it's just, it's really nice to be able to just say, God, here's the schedule for the week or here are the things that I'm, I'm focused on this week. I commit it to you. I leave it in your hands. And that is a really, really uh, amazing thing to do. I highly, highly recommend it for you guys. But that's what's so powerful about committing the year is you're just saying, God, I commit the year to you. And so if you're not going to go get a word, maybe you think that's a weird practice or you're not interested, no problem. But at least do me this favor and and take like five minutes and just flip through the calendar year, take a look at what's lying ahead, be mindful of it all, and just say, God, I commit these things to you. May all of them be used for your glory and your good. And if you do want to actually find your word for the year, then what I would recommend you do is you journal. 
the journaling is going to be the easiest way for you to get responses on this. You guys know how I feel about journaling uh, and I'm not going to back down from it anytime soon. So um, I'll put a, a podcast episode here where we explain our journaling our journaling method. Super simple. Once you understand our journaling method, your journaling prompt is what are you saying to me for this year? Or you can be straight up and just say, what is my word for 2023? Okay, so I'll put these prompts in. I'm writing them out as I talk here. I'm going to put these prompts in the show notes. In addition to uh, that that podcast episode, it's only like 12 minutes long, but we explained journaling. Man, that episode was so hard to record because I'm like so proud of our method of journaling that we've created here because it's so impactful and it's very unique and different. And um, I just enjoyed keeping it kind of private for our paying clients. And uh, and I, I, anyways, I recorded that episode when I was starting to change my philosophy and realizing I want to be super generous with the stuff we do and I don't want to be skimpy, uh, not skimpy, stingy like that. And so anyway, the episode is there and um, and the prompts are in the show notes as well. And, and I just highly, uh, highly recommend this. I don't want to, you know... Um, I don't want to say like in an empty way, oh, I hope this is our best year yet. I want to say it with confidence and intentionality because not not because we're going to go and make this our best year, although we need to do our part, but because we've actually dedicated to the Lord. We, we've given everything that could go right or wrong in this year to him in advance so that we know that when we come out on the other side, December 31st this year, all will be for his glory. And that's my prayer for you. That's why I'm so glad you guys are listening to this podcast. If you haven't done it yet, go get your word for the year, guys, and let's make this our best year yet. Hey, much love to you all. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.